Hello and welcome to another episode of Dirty Dishes and I want to talk about Matthew Perry's book. Um, I just finished it yesterday and I want to touch on this because it talks about addiction and it talks about his demons and it talks about his girlfriends and the people that he had in his life and the big bad terrible thing that was addiction. Um, if you know someone, someone who is going through addiction or you yourself has been involved in a situation where you were an addict yourself or you're going through recovery, I want to encourage people to read this book. It is very eye-opening. It is a very lonely place to be when you are in addiction. When you are in the battle, when you are in the trenches, whether you're at a rehab facility, attending meetings going to celebration recovery, whatever it is you're doing to help yourself, addiction is a very lonely place. And it's very hard to be vulnerable in these situations. And I feel like Matthew Perry did a really good job of talking about his addiction and what it meant, what his demons were, and how it impacted those around him, how it impacted his career, how it impacted his health. There are so many facets of impact for addiction. And that's what I want people to understand. It, it isn't just that it affects somebody's career. It isn't that it just affects the family. It isn't that it just affects themselves. There's a cascade effect. There's a lot of questioning in life. Like, why was I dealt this hand? Why is it that I can't pick up a beer and drink like a normal person? Why is it that I can't take a narcotic pain med medicine and not continue to crave that drug? Um, I think this was a very powerful, powerful book for me. Um, as I've talked about on here about addiction, about my spouse that um, battled some demons himself. And I think it's important that we understand that these are human beings. This is everyday life for some people. And I think there's this misconception that if you're an addict, you obviously don't have your shit together. Or if you're an addict that you've been to jail, that you stole, that you're poor, um, that you're living off the government and welfare housing, whatever the stigma or stereotype is, I think a lot of people believe that way. I think a lot of people feel that that's what addiction is. They picture some person laying in the gutter somewhere, um, trapped by their own um, convictions, so I want to be clear that people aren't just trapped by these convictions. Um, these are traumas. These are old wounds. These are battles that people are fighting every day. This is on the regular basis. This is on a regular everyday life for them. This is their regular. Um, unlike you and I, um, who do not have addiction, if you're not battling addiction yourself, if you're listening, um, we can go and have a sip of wine or go out to a bar with friends or go out to a bachelorette party or a bachelor party or go hang out in a setting where there will be alcohol or drugs and we won't partake and we won't feel the need to partake. Or if we do partake, we're not going to wake up tomorrow and think we're going to get more. We're not going to crave that um, substance or that drink or whatever it is. Um, and addiction isn't just alcohol and drugs. Addiction can also be sexual. It can also be um, 
gambling, money driven. So I don't want it to just be substances when I talk about this. It's a lot of different things. There's a lot of different avenues to addiction. People can be addicted to many different things. Um, whether it's retail therapy, whether it's ordering from Amazon all the time, um, whether it's constantly making sure that people are cared for all the time and leaving ourselves in a lurch. Um, we have these trauma responses sometimes. And Matthew Perry does comment on that in his book. He does talk about um, the trauma response and the things that he was feeling and the abandonment that he felt. Um, for my spouse in particular, it was more about feeling abandoned. It was more about feeling um, unworthy or feeling worthless or like he wasn't valued. And um, yeah, and that's something that he really had to work on. And I don't want to go into too much detail about that because that's his personal journey. So that's why I kind of halted where I was there. Um, but I think we have this misconception or we have this thought process that these people or this person or that person isn't worthy of love and attention and all the time that is needed when they're going through these addictions. And it's simply not true. Um, were there times that I wanted to give up? Were there times that I wanted to walk away? Yes, I did. Was there times that I just stood outside on the back porch looking at my balcony view and thinking my, I don't have a balcony anymore. I have a back porch now, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I look out at my view and I think, oh, you know, wow. You know, is this my life? I see a lot of deadness. I see a lot of dug up dirt. I see a lot of pain. I see a lot of suffering. I see a lot of frustration. Um, and my view wasn't pretty. It was filled with bad, bad things, bad, bad feelings, frustration and chaos and just me not feeling like I was going to make it through this because of my first round of dealing with addiction. I had heard of people being addicts. Um, I had heard people talk about people they worked with that had vodka in their drawers. I heard about people, you know, stealing Demerol from their, you know, family doctor, going through people's cabinets at their homes. Um, I had heard all of that. And there were times I was just looking at my view and I was just thinking, this can't be it for me. This can't be my life. This can't be what I'm battling. Because when he was sober, he was great, he was kind, he was generous, he was understanding, he was my gentle giant. When he wasn't, when he was in the midst of the chaos and the substance, he was a different person, he was slurry, he wasn't focused, he could be rude at times, he could be extremely blunt, and it was a lot for me to handle because I didn't tell anybody what was going on. Um, not in my immediate family, not at all. Um, I definitely just wanted to collapse within myself and I wanted to back away from everything. And I just didn't know if I was gonna make it through. I didn't know if I was going to stay married to him. I didn't know a lot of things. 
And Matthew Perry does touch on how he lost relationships due to this. And it is a very tough place to be in, especially if the other person won't get help. If the other person won't um, do the work that's necessary. And it's also important to understand that people will relapse, that there will be relapse. And the thing is with addiction, there's so many unknowns and there's so many different things um, when it comes to the person and getting help and if they're going to be successful or not. There is relapse and when they do relapse, they fall off the wagon or they think they can have that one drink or they think they can have that one pill. Um, it is devastating. And you go through the whole process over again, the drying out, the figuring it out. Where do you want to go? What therapist do you want to see? Um, and keeping an eye on that person and trying to build back that level of trust and understanding that you have if you're in a relationship and trying to make sure that that person is solid again, but you're also losing your grip too because you're trying to, let's say, balance your job, you have children, or, you know, you're trying to figure out some things with your own health battles and here's this other person and you can feel like their time is more valuable than yours. What they need is more valuable than what you need. Um, and it's a long, tedious road and it does make you step back and examine your own values and your own response to people who have addiction. And it definitely changed my point of view. It definitely changed my thinking as far as what addicts look like. Because if you would look at my spouse, you wouldn't see an addict. You would see somebody who definitely had his life together, had his own place, was paying his child support, was a general manager of a facility. Um, you would not think that they had a problem. You would not think that there was anything going on with them. Um, and that's the thing, people can hide their addictions very well, but eventually it comes out. Um, there are things that when you're in a relationship with someone that start to like you get that tingle like that all knowing sensation like oh something's not right here something's not making sense and there were people that called Matthew Perry out there were people that said hey look I just don't think um, this is healthy you're disappearing in front of me is literally from the book somebody said that and I felt like that was very telling and that's very much the truth that somebody is disappearing in front of you and somebody is definitely um, battling something and you have no way to help them. You don't know how to help them. You can tell them to get help. You can tell them to quit. You can tell them to dry out. But in order for them to really be sober and to work through their demons, that's the only way to really help and to stand by and be supportive. They have to help themselves. They have to want it for themselves. Um, they have to want AA. They have to want to celebrate their recovery. They need to work through their issues or their problems or their demons, however you want to label it. And for me, it was a very long road. It was very hard. It was very tragic for myself. It's a very... Oh gosh, I'm trying to think of the right way to describe this. It's a very soul searching process. It's a process that will help you examine yourself. It will help you examine your partner. It will examine their family dynamic, your family dynamic. 
Um, basically, when somebody's in addiction and trying to get to the root of those demons or the reason why they feel that they have to hide or numb the pain, because let's face it, society doesn't like pain. Um, we want sunshine, rainbows, roses every day, and that's just not the way life is, right? So we want to act like we're happy. So we're going to take that glass of wine or that bottle of wine every night. Um, we're going to take those pain pills because we feel that we're owed this because we're supposed to be happy. We're supposed to be sunshiny. We're supposed to be feeling everything um, glorious. We're not supposed to be feeling the negative. And that is also touched on in this book. And I think it's important if you are dealing with or have dealt with this situation and to try to understand it. Even if you are a Friends fan, a fan of the TV show Friends, I think it's a good read. I think it's an important read because it gives you a peek behind the curtain. It it opens up that background that we do not know anything about and all the trials and tribulations that we have to go through as human beings and all the suffering that we can put ourselves through and our significant others through and our family through. Um, none of us gets out of this life without scars. And that's the thing about life. If we go through it and we have no scars to show, how much did we put ourselves out there? How much did we try? And that is touched on in the book too. And I think that's a wonderful, wonderful point. And I think it's important that we talk about addiction, we talk about recovery, and we talk about these things out in the open and we don't hide it because it's so, so important to educate people and to understand that everybody has problems. Not everybody's an addict, but everybody has their problems. Everybody has their thing. Everybody is carrying baggage. Everybody's rolling a suitcase full of stuff that they wish they could get rid of. And it comes with us into relationships, into our life, into whatever you want to say. Um, the list goes on and on and on. So I personally enjoyed this book. It was enlightening. It brought a lot of, um, memories up for me, things I was feeling, things I was dealing with. And I think it's so, moving and it was so touching and it was so vulnerable and well written um it is very sad that he has passed on it's very um telling of his struggle and why things ended the way they did and i am ever so grateful that he wrote a book like this and i think that was one of his biggest things was to help people and to have people understand and to have them understand that hey I have battles too. I have these demons too. And I have all the opportunity in the world. I have money, cars, houses, ladies, you know, and I want for nothing, but yet I still feel empty. And that's the whole point of addiction. You can have it all and still feel empty. So I encourage you to go read his book and learn and grow from it and try to understand the addict's perspective.